0: Previously on The Internet
1: It's already a cult hit bordering on becoming a masterpiece. Oh yeah. Oh, Nobody's yeah.
2: talking about this movie. I look forward to the dub talk episode. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to get to sign up for that? <coughs> Muck Alive ends up dubbed on Crunchyroll or something. I will probably
3: watch it. <laughs> before the pandemic hit I barely knew anything about sound cadence stuff honestly like, sound cadence convinced it's just like... people
2: to watch the bug anime that in itself is
0: fucking impressive <laughs> I'm still waiting for that kickstarter to come in this week but
3: uh... oh you're getting it this week shit alright
0: <sighs> y'all just like watching a squirm don't you Just remember, you get what you asked for. Warning, the Dub Talk podcast contains language and content that is not suitable for younger audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. There will be spoilers for the Island of Giant Insects, as well as any other anime that may occur, so be very careful if there's a series you haven't listened to yet. You didn't ask for this, but we covered it anyway. Well, maybe duelist do, let's ask, but uh... Anyway, the views and opinions expressed are those of the individuals in tonight's episode and do not reflect the Dub Talk podcast as a whole. Now, watch what happens when Lord of the Flies is reimagined as a hentai centered around high schoolers who come under attack by these kaiju-sized bugs. I mean, there's some big motherfuckers, y'all. Y'all squirming yet? Good. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show.
2: Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Dubto... Wait, hold on. Uh, wait, let me check my notes. I'm sorry. Welcome to hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, folks. We're covering a movie that I'm not going to say no one asked us to cover, but I'm not sure. Let's find out. <laughs> Maybe you did. In which case, you have picked the right episode to join in on our podcast, because uh, tonight we have a, we have a doozy of an episode for you. Uh, let's 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 ask my 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 uh, my co-conspirators here, Megan. What, what what do you think?
3: I don't know. I'm you, just you... I'm just happy to be here with my fellow cultured whore biscuits.
2: <laughs> As am I, uh, Hardy. How
1: how are you feeling? <sighs> you could say that I'm buzzed with excitement.
3: <sighs> I don't know, Hardy. You sound a little antsy.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> jamal
0: how are you how are you on this fine evening man get the term get fucked it's never been more apt until tonight
2: i can't say you're wrong uh because tonight dear dear listeners if the if the puns have not tipped you off we are covering the oh so infamous anime movie the
0: island of giant insects
3: what are you talking about it's be lightful
0: Don't be such a tick on mine. <sighs> oh. Yeah, I
2: picked the right crew for this one. All right. <laughs> I picked. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's right. We're covering the, the, the Dove for Island of Giant Eggs text, uh, funded by Kickstarter and by some of us, for that matter, among other people, uh, to, uh, to help uh, take this movie and, uh, you know, Give it a give it a little more pizzazz, if you will. But what is what is this movie about? Emphasis well, according on to cr- <laughs> according, from from description description on country Roll, students from Hoshio Academy High School were aboard a plane when it crashed. When it crash lands under mysterious circumstances, the heroine Arive Mitsumi and her classmates wash ashore on an island. The surviving passengers decide to wait for help to come, but the island turns out to be inhabited by giant insects. Matsumi wakes up on a beach and finds her classmate Ayumi. They use their wits to procure food, believing that help will come in three days. They decide to endure until then. Will they? Well, I've seen a lot of movies like this, and the answer is maybe, but only some of them. Yeah, this Probably is... not, but
1: we'll hope for the best.
2: This is yeah. what yeah.
3: happens when you decide to think that the edible ain't shit, and you find your <laughs> way to the dark part of Faku.
1: Yep.
2: Uh, this, I'm, I'm having a flashback. I went I went to a panel at a con once that was supposed to be, like, you know, it, you know, it was sort of a comedy panel where they show just, you know, sort of weird stuff from hentai. And they had one that it's like, I'm not sure this is hentai. I think this just might be a weird horror manga that's got a lot of nudity in it. I'm not sure this is attractive to anybody.
3: See, when I went to the weird hentai panel at the con, it was called Dubbed That Hentai, and there was a guy in a fursuit with squeakers in it, and every time somebody moaned or thrust, he would squeak it.
2: see that sounds more fun than the one i went to
3: no it was every time somebody would thrust he would squeak his uh he would squeak the squeaker
2: no that's good comedy (laughs) i can appreciate that
3: just like oh squeaky 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 squeaky. sir i think you need uh some uh wd-40 and lube
0: (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) can't they be the same thing
3: (laughs) no wd-40 is compressed air jamal that's why. That's why. Uh, somebody says if you ever want to make Mufasa come to life, get a a can of WD forty and a and a microphone.
0: If it's compressed, there, why does it come out? No, never mind. Anyways.
3: You know what? Now I have to Google what WD forty is.
2: I think. I mean. I think it is a lubricant. There's like. Yeah, because it's supposed but to the displace jo- water the jo- from jo- us. But anyway. The, jo- the joke is like if it if it doesn't move and it's supposed to use WD forty on yeah. it like Mufasa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, now that, now that I've explained the joke, uh, let's, let's get right into this show movie. Should we let's crawl right, into right
0: into
2: in? I mean, I mean, I don't feel like there's any other way we're going to enter this one. It's, it's a time folks. Uh, but let us, let's discuss this dub, uh, produced by the lovely people at sound cadence studio. Uh, and let's talk about our, our staff on this. Uh, uh, directing and uh, doing script supervisor, directing and doing script supervision on this movie, we have Marissa Lenti, uh, who uh, you would know for just a lot of things. Uh, she's great, but uh, in particular, she has done uh, directing and writing uh, duty on shows such as Beat X, Actors Songs Connection, and Kimono Friends. Uh, Megan, would you like to start us off?
3: Uh, sure. Uh, these bugs are more like kimono fuck buddies. <laughs> than um friends uh they only want you well i, I don't know for yeah vore is a sexual fetish um
0: for better or for worse unfortunately
3: in sickness and in health
0: To death do them part i for giant
3: de- i giant butterfly do take you girl from hiking club who pisses outside that's my lovely eternal wife. To have and to hold. To vor and to suck. In sickness and in pissing yourself.
0: Till death does sit up in the ass.
3: (laughs) Till I stick this- Stick my little tonguey thing in your body and suck. Amen.
2: I believe the technical (laughs) term is proboscis.
3: (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Suck. if you haven't guessed by the tone of this episode we're all going to hell yep um, so I think that this is not a thing I ever wanted to watch and I'll, let's be real I kickstarted this because of the dub preview clip because nothing nothing's, nothing attunes to my force to move to the south ass than something making fun of jorts
2: George McGee.
3: George McGee, you know the bastard child of shorts and denim. Um, so no, the dub of this is really funny. It is. I don't want to say it's ghost stories level because I think that this actually retained the tone of the seer, the tone of the thing. It's just punched mm-hmm. up. Um, I think that the casting in this is really fun. I even think that the people who uh, kickstarted their way into being in this sounded pretty good. Um. Mm. I think if there's only one thing I had an issue with is that, um, even in comedy doves, even if people were throwing around the terms and pardon my French, like, cunt, piss, bitch, fuck, shit, like, all that stuff, um, I think I did hear the R-word what? S- oh, I, slipped in.
2: I, w- I wanted to ask you about this, because I I, I, th- I thought I missed it, and I tried to find it where you had said it was. Same.
3: It's, uh, uh, I think he says, this place has no internet, I guess I have to do this like an R-word leper.
2: Oh, no, he
0: said, Victor- I think he said Victorian. <laughs> yeah, like a Victorian leper.
3: Okay, I misheard that then, because I thought it sounded like the R-word.
0: Okay, because I thought the R-word you meant was fashion. I'm like,
3: that's not that No, bad, the other though. one.
0: Well,
2: that, that's that's good, because that, if, if that had been there, that'd be the only reservation I'd have, because it's, it's 2021. We shouldn't be using that anymore. Yeah,
3: that was my only reservation. Other than that, this shit was hilarious. Like, this has some of my favorite one-liners, like, um... Uh, Cultured Whore Biscuit was one. Um, it's a city hospital. I mean, it's still dirty, but at least we'd be safe. Um, <laughs> if you die, I'm not going to fuck you was a good one. <laughs> um, I haven't had this much shit on my face since my ex got into scat. <laughs> uh, there are just just so many good one-liners. Um, just... just... <laughs> i'm sorry when the one the hot girl gets the dumb the dumb thug guy to have sex is one of my favorite moments it's like hey you want to ditch these losers and play hide the sausage
0: oh I ironic that she said that
3: like i'll have my words on that when we get to those characters but overall this is a really fun watch like i this better be our new drunk at a con watch Oh, yeah. like this yeah. is this is that thing you get really shit faced at the con like you get super shit faced at the con Um, and then you all sit together and go man I'm fucking bored I'm drunk we can't go back like we can't go back out to the con because if we do someone's going to either shit on the floor or we're going to end up in an 18 plus panel and embarrass ourselves what do we want to do I don't know. Grab a copy. Grab Hardy's copy of Mad Bull Thirty Four, and let's go. Yeah, this yeah. is what this is. This is what this dub is. It is. It is a well-craft. It is the world's most well-crafted shit post. And I say that as a contra- as a connoisseur of shit posts. Like, I have one waiting for Fruits Basket that is going to send me so far into the seven layers of hell, I'm going to come out the other side of the abyss and say hi to Reg and Rico. (laughs) Anyway, I'm done.
2: Uh, Jamal, you want to go next?
0: Yeah, sure. So, uh, I have a confession to make. Like most other people, I, took this is... Something I definitely wouldn't have watched either, if it wasn't so for the dub. As a matter of fact, when I was talking to some people about it, I pretty much kind of lambasted it. But then, when I found out K, this was behind the dub, I said, you know what? Let me back it. I mean, how bad could it be? So, today I'm here before you eating some humble pie and say, this is actually pretty good. It, w- it wasn't as bad as I thought. I was, like, expecting more the. Bodily- Body, uh, body mutilation horror that was, act- yeah, was read, actually I've, happening.
3: I've, I've read worse hentai. Yeah, I'll, I'll I've read worse tojin. As,
2: as someone who watches movies like this for fun, I have to admit this is surprisingly tame. Yeah, like, I've seen I've seen way worse. I
0: even spoiled myself <clears throat> on TV tropes to to like I don't know. But yeah, it wasn't it wasn't as bad as people thought. I mean. It was, it was actually pretty good. The dub made it even better. Granted, the horror movies are not my thing, but uh, I I, w- I would say is I have to give Mr. Props for what she did because the way the the way the dub and the script came off and everything is like it's one of those situations when you think something was sound out of place, but it actually fits the tone of the show very well i just wish people would stop giving this crap before you know ju- don't judge a book by its cover i mean
3: i mean to be fair there's a lot of really creepy sh- triggering shit in this and if you're not ready for it and you just want to watch mm. the dub because you think the dub is funny you're ju- you're not doing yourself favors mm.
0: i know but i <laughs> it's funny because uh we talked about this being a kickstarter dub we never mentioned that it was a, a direct dub actually it was done by the was by the Japanese company itself, to the point that uh, when a certain uh, review site kind of like bastard they they called him out on Twitter, I was like, God! Damn. <laughs> I'd never seen a call out that hard since the, my first girlfriend's character, but that's not that not, that's neither here to do. I do think, South just definitely took a chance on this and it paid off very well. I look forward to see what they bring to the table even more now. And that's all I have to say for right now.
2: All right. uh, Hardy, would you like to go?
1: Let me just be the first to say Sound Cadence knew exactly what they were getting themselves into.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm.
1: Absolutely. Because I believe the Japanese company that made this... Honestly, think they put out a work of art.
0: <laughs> that could I, that they're, could they're... kind of be marketed to the part, you know, to build the hype. Yeah, they,
1: they,
2: they are at the very least very proud of what they've put yes. out. Yes. Yes. Yeah,
0: if,
1: if it was a, 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 the as far as the animation goes and the CGI goes, the only compliment I have to give it is, hey, at least it's not X Arm. <laughs> hmm. And you know what, I actually something. didn't
3: find- the only thing I actually had an issue with animation-wise, because at this point, look, I've seen worse CGI out there. For the love of God, guys, please don't learn how to draw titties.
0: Not only that, you bob hide the sausage. Where the fuck are the dicks? you got to you gonna do a okay. inside movie.
3: Okay, I was gonna talk about this later, but... Sorry, Hardy, to interrupt you. Go ahead. Okay, I gotta put a fucking rant out about this. Hi there. I'm Megan. Japan, I know you probably don't give a shit about me. But I'm here to say this. I don't know what's up with you guys being okay to show, like, the coochie, the badonkadonks, the bazingas, the mighty melons of massiveness. You can show our nips, you can show our clits. But for the love of God, stop censoring the goddamn pickle. Show me the sausage. Let me see the caterpillar without the fuzz.
0: Show us the pickle dick. I just
3: want to see... A big honking schlong without it being fuzzy white. A little black bar that you think is hiding something. Like a fucking fuzzy ass bad lightsaber. Or just letting me see it onto she's like flat fucking ass. Like, come on. Where is my dick? Where's the penis?
0: Pickle dick. Pickle dick.
3: Can't a bisexual girl see... The naughty sausage, the penis, the pleasure pole, the mate, the meaty maypole. Just let us see some goddamn dick.
0: Set sail full mast.
3: Exactly. Sometimes we need to know that the girl knows how to drive a stick shift to Pleasure Town.
0: Double clutching that ass.
3: Just, just, come on, guys.
1: Yeah, Japanese uh, censorship laws are kind of strict with that. And this this is listen, technically man. not a hentai, so.
3: Yeah, it's not, it's, it's, it's soft core. Um, yeah. listen, man, if you can show that the girl can hit the on button and that the dudes can play this like that Donkey Kong Bongo controller back for the Wii, <laughs> we can see if the girls know how to use the Wii mote. Hardy, the floor is yours.
1: Well, I know what we're going to be using for our clip show when we over <laughs> cover this for the next next centennial episode. But uh, okay,
3: you're like, how do I even follow that?
1: I I'm speechless. No, I'm, I'm I get I'm guys very need a
3: refractor. I get guys need a refractory period after they come, but us ladies can do it multiple times.
1: Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. Um. But yeah, no, Sound Canes knew exactly what they were getting into because the show did not have very good reviews at all when it first came out. And so they sort of just took it and did what they wanted to and uh, punched up the dialogue a whole lot. They didn't play it so seriously like the Japanese did. They took a lot of liberties with it. And while basically keeping the basic storyline, unlike Ghost Stories, they kept it, they kept the storyline intact, they just made it really, really uh, vulgar and, and funny and hilarious. um But they, yeah, they knew exactly what they were doing, and it it turns this movie that is a train wreck, absolute train wreck in Japanese, to a cult movie classic uh that you you get together with your friends and you just. You know it's it's at the con and you're just done you've already watched mad Bull 34 and you're not really in the mood to watch vampire uh, wars instead uh so you throw this on and you you know have a few drinks munch some popcorn if you got some if you got some edibles then you know that's the time um but uh but yeah it, it turned it it turned it from a absolute train wreck into an enjoyable b movie but this b movie has like a literal b movie with less jerry seinfeld but um <laughs> but yeah no i i wouldn't say going back that i would have spent like the 50 bucks that i did to kickstart it because um, i don't think it is worth that much it's it's a fun dub but it's only like 70 minutes long and it doesn't have any special features but um but i don't say i regretted it i'd say i uh i got my money's worth i enjoyed it and um not gonna watch it regularly but, you know, when the friends yeah. come over, we can just throw it on and have some laughs. So, yeah, I really like the directing and the script writing on this.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, like, I, I had a lot of fun watching this. Um, like, I, th- this, this is, I don't know, Giant kind of thing that this isn't stuff I watch regularly, but, like, I have a Shudder subscription. I've seen a Lucio Falce movie. I enjoy stuff in this vague genre, at least um usually for like you know oh wow the makeup on the zombies are really really good oh he bit a shark this is great <laughs> um which you know it's 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 lost a little bit when it's animated and there aren't real people having to do any of this um but like uh at the very least like this is this is definitely like a little style of b movie i often will enjoy at least once uh and i think i, I agree i think i think that the dub both improves upon it and i also think captures I feel I feel like at least kind of like the tone that's underneath it. Like uh, as Jamal mentioned, like they they did they worked with the Jap- the you know this wasn't done through a like a direct licensor. Like they worked with the Japanese, and I feel like this is very much the kind of dub they wanted it to have. They wanted something that was kind of you know big and over the top and really profane. because like, I've gotten every instant I've gotten the impression that like they they are very happy with this themselves, and I can see why. Like this is this is very entertaining. It's very silly. It's very ridiculous. There is a Bount of just wonderful like swearing and horrible like not safe for work language uh it is i don't think delights the white right word really when you get down to it but like i had a lot of fun like you know if i'm gonna if you're gonna watch this movie this is the way to watch it because uh you know you will laugh you'll be a little grossed out and only take you about 70 minutes to do the whole thing so you know perfect 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 late night saturday movie movie fodder you know uh, so on that note, let's go on to our first group of two because there aren't a lot of speaking roles in this movie.
1: There and are a lot, a lot of screaming of the ones...
2: roles. There are a lot of screaming roles. Uh, many, mm-hmm. many of them provided by uh, people who uh, back the Kickstarter at certain levels. Um, most of them sound pretty fine, at least. You know, it's, yeah. it's mostly yelling, but like it's good yelling. Yeah. Uh, I've heard I've heard bad yelling in movies like this. So like, <laughs> hey, you're you're doing better than some of the professionals are doing. Good on you.
1: Mm-hmm. You really actually do sound like you took a few too hot, uh, hard ticks to the face.
3: (laughs) That poor woman.
1: Oh.
2: Yeah, Apparently, spoon- don't
3: feel sorry for that lady. I'm reading spoilers, and she's an awful person too. Like, yeah. there are very few good people in this series. This
2: this this, this movie very much falls into the subcategory uh, that I've seen critics refer to as the uh, dead teenager category, where at the beginning of the movie there are teenagers, and by the end they're dead, and most of them are rotten. So you don't feel bad about it when they get, uh, you know. Yeah. Oh, wait, I forgot my favorite. Well, my favorite part of the dub, because I'm me, is when um. One of the characters is yammering on about how he's seen slasher movies and he references a Monday the 12th, Larry takes Tokyo. (laughs) And any, any time you work in a reference to Friday the 13th, part eight, Jason takes Manhattan, which is not the best Jason movie, but it has the best title of all the Jason movies. I'm always happy. Uh, But let's get on to our first group of characters. Uh, Here we have a bunch of teenagers Things go poorly for them. Who could have guessed? Uh, we have mommy, uh, mommy Miura, uh, who's uh, she's she's got pink hair. She has very frilly clothing. Um, she pukes a couple of times because she doesn't want to be here. No, neither does anyone else.
1: She's also uh, have, an aspiring idol.
2: Yes, which is why she dresses like that. Yes. Uh, we have mm-hmm. Chitose Naruse, who's an uptight nerd. Uh, she she has the she has the joy of being briefly kidnapped by a giant wasp. And while she survives that encounter, it's still not a fun time for her either. Uh, and then we have we have uh, three other characters. Uh, Ai Ino, who's a hiker with so a ponytail. Uh, Hiroshi Suge, who's uh, some dude with a blonde pompadour. And Satoshi Oda, who's sort of this uh, uh, pudgy guy. Uh, who, according, according to the wiki, is obsessed with uh, Mami, although that doesn't really come through that much in the movie. Uh, they're notable because they get uh, killed by and basically have their uh, and <laughs> blood sucked out by giant butterflies. <laughs>
0: Well, three of them did.
2: <laughs> three of them. Uh, sorry, yes, just the last three. The other two, they continue on for a little bit longer. Um, so, you know, that happens within the first, like, ten minutes, so you know exactly what kind of movie you're getting into if you didn't for Pretty much. some reason. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, playing these characters, Mommy is played by uh, Kaylee Mills, you know, for playing such characters as Fiore Forveged Igby Millennia in Fate Apocrypha.
3: Don't even... Tr- <laughs> Fiore Igby <laughs> Don't worry, I had to learn how to fucking say that because I had to be on that episode, thank you. Look, when when fate
2: names come up sometimes I at least like to try on 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 mic, so they know I can try they they know people know I tried. Uh Runa, uh Yomizuki and Kakigori. And Emilia and ReZero Starting Life in Another World. Uh Chitose is played by Lizzie Ray. Uh this is her first anime role. Congratulations, Lizzie.
3: Oh my god. Uh,
2: She's well oh
1: uh... <laughs> Yeah, Hardy. about
0: that. Oh, I know what you're going to say, Hardy. And, uh, let's save that for the conversation. Okay.
2: Yes, yeah, this, this, this is her first anime role, but she does have other voice acting experience, which I'm sure we'll get into when we uh, talk about her performance. Uh, I is played by Sarah Viedneft, uh, who's uh, you know as uh, Michaela Watch in Blood by Kate Battlefront. Akemi uh, Soryuen in How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift, and Minako Nakao in King's Game, the animation. Oh, for fuck's sake.
3: Thrust of culture right there!
2: Look, 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 I haven't seen King's Game. It sounds like hot trash. This is also hot trash. It seemed appropriate. Yes, but I'd rather I watch this described... hot trash than the other I mean, one. I, <laughs> mean, I, mean, I mean, yes, this is, this is better and shorter, but still.
3: I mean, I once described. So, sorry for how nasty this line is about to be to you, gentlemen. I described King's game as what goes on in a lady's uterus during their period.
2: That's just unpleasant. <laughs> uh, anywho, uh, Hiroshi is played by Brendan Blob, uh, Blobber. Blaber, you know for it's Blaber. Blaber. Oh, thank you, uh, Brendan Blaber, who uh, who you know for such roles as Mummy in My Hero Academia, the movie Hero Rising. Heroes Rising. Uh, Grant, the Grand Bishop of the Terrace Church in Legend of the Galactic Heroes, Dainu Thesis. And Avi Kobo in No Guns Life. And Satoshi is played by Yong Ye, uh, who hasn't done a lot of voice acting roles, at least in terms of uh, anime and stuff. Uh, his most profile thing is probably Hyperion and Bloodbuck, uh, Blade, Blade Burst Sparking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he also has recently appeared in Genshin Impact, Impact playing the roles of Jingming and uh, yi niang so yeah, good for him a lot of people play that game
1: he's mainly known for his youtube's reviews
2: ah, i see yeah
1: all
2: right uh megan would you like to start us off again
3: uh sure let me start off with a uh, young Ye, who has one of my favorite lines in the movie <laughs> my shirt may say yes but my heart says no because <laughs> he's literally wearing a shirt that says yes no
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: and that's like his literal like one shining moment before he gets like stabbed and sucked dry like a fat free son. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Poor I'm bastard. out. Aw oh, man, damn it. This one's boy flavored. I wanted dragon fruit. <laughs> oh, damn it. Uh, no, I thought he was pretty good. Uh, Brendan as he uh, Hiroshi, I think, is he the guy that, he's not the guy that they, uh, that, is he the guy that gets picked up by the wasps?
1: No, no, no. Those no, are actually mm-hmm. two different characters.
2: That's a different, that's a different blonde guy. He, he, I believe also gets killed by the butterflies in that first scene.
3: Okay. Yeah. I think he does too. Uh, he was pretty he, good he, as being a big douchebag. He, He's, um,
2: he's one of the guys that, um, uh... Oh, he's the he's guy the who guys... gets killed
3: after Sarah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, he takes he it in pretty... the eyeball. Yeah, he takes... Ew. Ugh. Mm. I, thought he was, I thought he was the guy who gets, uh, the stop looking at me with those big old eyes. Yeah. Where his eyes are yeah. like... The parasite makes his eyes, like, wiggle. He's like a knockoff of that one dude from Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> I've just heard Jujutsu Kaisen for everybody. Um just he brendan did a pretty good job uh sarah as i doesn't make it very far but her delivery is i'm a hiker so i pee outside all the time is great uh (laughs) she gets some good death screens uh chitose lizzie ray does a really good job of uh being this kind of more stoic girl uh obviously uh she and uh when they get off this island are going to have a clam dive together. Uh, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, she's going to... They're going to... Uh, I guess... Uh,
1: these bitches gay.
3: These bitches gay.
1: <laughs> Good for them.
3: Oh, I'm so happy. You don't need to... You don't need to hide the sausage. Only the pearl. <laughs> because remember, kid, according to Candace Owen... because. A girl can pop out her vagina and stick it in another girl. <laughs> Boy.
0: Everything about that sentence kind of complexes me, but that's just Candace Owens.
3: And then, but no, I think Lizzie does a really great job kind of capturing this. She gets a lot of more grunty stuff, like groans. But then again, Titosa gets knocked out for like a good portion of the movie. And then when she wakes up, she almost gets raped. And I'm just like, oh, did we really need that? And you get the most pathetic scene of not seeing a man's dick. Uh, and then Kaylee Mills as Mommy the Little Lesbian. Um, Just Kaylee does the best, like, screaming little bitch voice. But then you gotta hear her say dirty words and it's great. And just the whole What a cunt! just like mm-hmm. like her her like soft squeaky little girl voice just saying naughty naughty words and then there's just the whole scene with her and uh I, uh ayumi where they're in the water and she's like hey girl hey girl i know you're gay be gay with me i can show you the world like a dude, I know where your clit is. <laughs> and just she also has my other favorite line in the movie where like they're trying to get in the door because they've been locked out by the bad two. And you just hear her go in the most it's like the spirit of fear the fate went just right through mommy's body It just she just goes If you die, I'm not gonna go on that you. <laughs> and her delivery is so earnest and so pissed. And it was great. Like I would love to hear Kaylee Mills get to be in another show like another trashy dub like this or a show where she gets to play like a vulgar tiny little girl because she nailed it and it was hysterical. Yeah. Go <laughs> oh, ahead.
2: Alright, uh, Jamal, you wanna go next?
0: Uh, yeah, let me start with, uh, Young Ye. Uh, Young, he's not really a name I've ever heard before at all, actually. But I thought for what little Satoshi did, <laughs> he played off very well. And, it's just, yeah, it kinda sucked that, uh, he gets off by his butterfly, but, you know.
2: Ah, uh, it sucked.
0: <laughs> I mean, if, if fat, hey, fat beats meets flavor, that he was fucking delicious, you know? <laughs>
3: Oh shit, we got a juicy one, boys.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Sam the Cooking Guy. It's like, uh, Ooh, the little cream filled kind. <laughs> no!
3: <laughs> oh man, I love reverse
0: Timon and Pumbaa.
3: <laughs> Slimy yet satisfying.
0: It means a lot of worries for the rest of your days.
3: Dun dun dun.
0: You ain't problem free. Go Fox and Beesada Kyo Churetto Oh perfect <sighs> So yeah you did pretty good uh Brendan Blade but I'm glad we get to talk about Brendan Blaber if only for a short bit. He didn't do much but man he definitely sounded aggravated.
3: I mean, if you were stuck on an island with a bunch of lesbians and bugs, wouldn't you? He's getting blue balled for the rest of eternity.
0: Come to think of it, I think he and uh, what the hell was his name? He and Kai had like one of my favorite lines. Is uh, when the uh, Bree shows her boobs to them, and he's like, <gasps> "I'm on a <at> half mast." Yes. <laughs> Uh, he did pretty good for what short time we've had with him. Uh, I'm gonna skip to Chito say because uh, Lizzie Ray is obviously a name I've never heard before, then I found out why, and I was like, oh, oh, that's why he picked her for the role. But, like you said, for the most part, she gets knocked out, and she doesn't really do a lot a lot of speaking until, like, the very end or so, or whatever she's around, uh, Mutsumi. Yeah, I thought she did pretty good. And, uh... Though to me she kind of sounds like, and uh, I'm sorry for the comparison. She kind of sounds like Crystal with a potty mouth. But that's, but I thought that was pretty cool. I mean that as a compliment. Mm-hmm. Uh, now to get to the last two, uh <laughs> bad joke incoming. It's amazing how one Takagi gets sucked and the other does the sucking.
3: Oh, oh no. Oh
0: oh no! <laughs> I I wish we had more time with uh, I, but uh, you know, Santa's does very well playing this character a Lot, but uh, it's also kind of foul mouth too. At, at the beginning of the scene, I'm like, this doesn't make really feel much like a hentai. Then you see it gets sucked off by this bug and uh, she starts pissing herself. I was like, yeah, I can see how this is becoming hentai now.
3: Yeah, that wasn't the moment where I was like, oh yeah, this is hentai. That comes later.
0: Yeah, she gets sucked off to turn into the villain of the week for the first episode of Sailor Moon, but I digress. And Katie Mills, Katie Mills was very good at uh, playing this uh, idol who's... She seems innocent on the outside, but you know deep down she wants something deep, so... uh... There's more layers to mommy than I expected, but uh, she manages to pull off this extra character very well. So, uh, I guess that's pretty much it for this group. I mean, of course, uh, there's five of them to survive. Spoiler alert. But, uh, yeah, that's all I have to say.
1: My turn? Yes. Let's just say to uh, we didn't get to hear much of Brendan Blaver in this, but just keep your eye out on for him in future projects. Hell yeah. Yep. Cause he takes it in the eye, you know. <laughs> I scream, you
3: scream. Oh <laughs> no. We all yes. no. scream for bugs, screen.
1: Yeah, if just for, for those of you listening out there, if you do watch this, just beware there are a few instances of eye, uh, eyeball stuff. So if that's mm-hmm. a trigger for you, you might want to cover your eyes at a few moments. So. But anyways, um, yeah, the, about the three who don't uh, last uh, the first five minutes of the film, um, Yong Ye's line, his delivery of... My shirt may say yes, but my heart says no was one of the, my favorite lines in the entire movie. It's a shame that he uh, he had to get taken out so quickly. Yeah. Um, fun fact about I, you know, one of my favorite lines, I believe, was she was giving um, I think it was Chitose some tea. Yeah, and she says there's nothing better than drinking jasmine tea out of a shitty aluminum container.
0: <laughs> yeah
1: I'm like I'm going to go pee and then and and what is it what's her name I, um uh, uh, Murray just says uh thanks for letting us know that
3: <laughs> as you know
1: I'm on the F1 hiking crew I'm on the hiking crew you know we pee outside all I'm the in, time
3: I'm in the hiking club
1: but yeah is... but uh but in, in case of um Changes from the adaptation, as you mentioned earlier, everyone was expecting this to be a little bit worse than it actually is. That's because it's toned down from the manga. I'm
2: I'm not shocked to learn that. I'm going to be honest
1: because yeah. the way that I actually dies. Uh, what's the little tendril that the um
3: the proboscis
1: the proboscis? Oh no!
3: Does but it go up do...
1: the? It doesn't go in her butt.
3: Oh, it goes in her cooch.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah,
2: that sounds about right.
1: Yeah. So that's her. Yeah, the way she dies in the manga is significantly more, um, more, uh, what's the word? Uh, Graphic? Grotesque. Graphic, yes. And grotesque, mm-hmm. so. But yeah, I, I I enjoyed her for the five minutes that she was in, and uh, and it's kind of a shame that she got off so quickly, because according to the manga, she was the cartographer she was actually going to be making them a map and finding where their location is so of course she has to die first So,
3: can't let the useful one be here yep mm-hmm.
1: um, as the other two uh, Ch- Chitose doesn't really speak a whole lot because she takes the, the venom from the wasp and she's in a coma for the most most of the film um, and so she's kind of hard to judge from the few lines that she has but I would like to hear uh, Lizzie Ray in more things. I think that she has a lot of potential and um, and uh, I would like to see her in more more you know standard productions outside of this her not safe for work um, productions and, and and stuff like this. I would like to see her in like a more more legitimate um, roles. I, I think that this is a good exp- ex- experiment and uh, a good exercise to see what what she's capable of um <laughs> and finally kaylee mills is a troll uh she's uh she's not above using others for her own benefit and she's she's not the worst person by far in this group but she's up to something and she's you could tell she's uh She's looking out mainly for number one, and she'll. Uh, she, that's one of the reasons why she tries seducing Ayumi. She does, actually, basically. Um, so that she can use her for protection. I think Kaylee Mills pulls off that kind of two faced, um, got something to hide type of attitude. And so, yeah, I really enjoy it. And <laughs> the fact that she she without provocation just when when they attack the butterfly with the uh the knife and she just flat out says that didn't do jack fucking shit yeah that's
3: just so just that's the other thing that's so beyond backing this that didn't do jack fucking shit she's like a
1: she's <laughs> like a little french poodle with a potty mouth it's great <laughs>
3: I'm gonna let you go. Fuck yourself.
1: All right, but that's all I had to say.
2: Uh, yeah, I th- I'm generally in agreement. Um, Sarah, Brendan, and Yangay aren't in the <coughs> movie for very long, but I do think like they 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 get their moments. They are entertaining. Uh, they they act out dying horribly pretty well. Mm-hmm. They 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 some. Your, in movies like this, sometimes they're a little thank the swirls that are mostly there to show how bad things are, but they play them well. Uh, and, and Lizzie doesn't get to do too much too do because Chitose is out of commission for so much of the movie, but I liked her performance as it was. Like, I, I would be quite happy to hear her in other stuff. I think she's got uh quite a bit of talent. Uh, and Gailey is just hilarious because they, 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 they understand the just that, like... This is an extremely cutesy character and it's going to be really funny when she says really profane things and kaylee understands this and she nails it pretty really consistently i'm very i uh, just <laughs> <coughs> she's good i was very happy with this i was very happy with her performance this is good good stuff all around uh, and now on to our second group of characters, uh, the rest of the people in this movie. Because there aren't that many speaking roles here, because it's a mov- movie. Uh, first off, we have Mutsumi Oribe. Uh, she's the, more or less the protagonist of this story, because she's an amateur entomologist, so she knows what these bugs are and what exactly they do, which makes her extremely valuable just on a general survival basis. Uh, she also has a cowboy hat that she likes. Looks very very nice on her. Uh, and she also feels very sad when they have to kill the bugs because you know, the bugs aren't evil they're just insects
3: they're just they following mean, their instincts yeah they don't they don't they don't they don't mean any
2: intentional harm it's just like ooh food <laughs> delicious um, we have Ayumi and Matsuoko oh atsuoka uh, she's uh she's the captain of the softball team she's very sporty <laughs> she and me she and mommy have a thing
0: hey mommy it's,
2: it's very unexpected. Uh, we have Atsushi Ka- uh, Kamijo. He's an asshole. <laughs> he's the fucking worst. He's, he's the guy in the horror movie where it's like, yeah, I hope he dies. He's awful. Fuck you. Uh, we have... Uh, hmm? Oh, I thought someone said something. Uh, we have uh, Mirei Jino. Uh, she's a hot lady. She's also kind of uh, insidious and bad, but, you know, looking out for number one. And uh, we have uh, Kazuhiko Kai, who has dreadlocks. He's the, tech,
3: he's the techie one, I guess. Yeah, he ended up being more,
2: more, like, resourceful and competent than I was expecting. I was sort of expecting yeah. him to just be another dickhead, and he ended up being a lot better than that. So.
1: He's low-key best boy.
2: Yeah. It's like, hey, I turned the power out and found some food.
1: Yeah. He's also responsible for the single worst pun I've heard in years. Oh, I he's, also I only,
3: I, he's also the only guy in this entire movie who proves not to be a rapist.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, playing these characters. Uh, Mitsubi is being played by Sarah Roach. You know for such roles as Maki Oze in Fire Force, Kako Tenegan in The Day I Became God, and uh, Sumire Fujita in Tamayomi: The Baseball Girls. Uh, Ayumi is played by Brittany Karbowski, who you know for Eddie in Angels is in Angels of Death, uh, Chocolade in Norman Gund, and Claire Aoki in, Gle- in Glitner. Uh, Ats- Atsushi Kamijo is being played by Nick Landis who you know as uh, Fugaka in- Fugaku in Chaos Dragon Quicks- uh, Quicksilver in Ninja Slayer from Animation and Zaji in Beat X
1: He's also Lani Pator from I was,
3: like, I was yeah.
1: like...
2: From what?
3: He's Lani, he's Vegeta in Deep Dragon Ball Z Bridge
0: Oh, I didn't know that Oh, is that him?
3: Oh, okay Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I didn't make that connection Yeah, Lani paid
3: Lani like I,
2: like I I know a lot of people's online nicknames And not what they're actually called So sometimes I'm a little slow I, to make the I, connect I, those he is,
3: he is a ruthless murderer In uh, in, uh, Among Us Which if you've never watched the TFS replays Of Among Us They're fucking hilarious
2: Oh no uh, Where was I uh, <clears throat> uh, Mirai is played by Amberly Connors Who you know as PX Finger In Attack on Titan the final season Aie uh, Kuramoto in King's Game the Animation, and Rio Rollins in *Rio* Rainbow Gate. And Kazuhiko is played by Alejandro Saab, who known as Uno in Nanbaka, uh, Akira Uni- Unikai in Re-Life, and Romero in Zombieland Saga, because that seemed like an appropriate thing to bring up in this movie.
3: Fair enough! Not, not, mm, yeah. not something
2: Romero himself would have made, but, you know.
3: You might have appreciated it.
2: You probably would have thought, like, eh, the gore effects on this would have been pretty good. For a live-action movie,
3: fair enough. Um, and then you just
2: wonder why there's not enough like uh, cast uh, critique of like capitalism or something like that.
3: The bugs are clearly a symbol for the for the overgrowth of man.
2: <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, Megan, would you like to go first again?
3: Sure. Uh, let's start with. Uh, let me see. Uh I'm going to start with uh Kai. Uh this is very much like Alejandro having fun with himself. Um God, that was awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh no.
0: Did I miss something?
3: like the stiff performance thing from Shimoneta uh, all over again. <laughs> uh.
0: Alejandro is having
3: a lot of fun as Kai. Playing Kai. <laughs> <laughs> he has some some great lines like the it, like um He's very understated. I also love the part where at the end they're like, we all heard you scream, we thought you were dead. He's like, nah, I just saw some spoopy shit. (laughs) He
1: specifically says spoopy, in fact.
3: Yeah, he says, I'm not joking, he says spoopy, not spooky. Yeah. And I love that he's just like, okay, crazy bitch, you can make a giant halogen lamp to blow this goddamn bug up. Um... Uh, actually, I actually had a really hard time believing that was Lanny Pator. Cuz I am so used to his Vegeta voice or his normal like actual speaking voice because I watch him stream every so often. Um so I'm used to his normal like speaking voice. I actually didn't know it was him. It, like I didn't realize it was him even though I had the booklet that had the cast on it. <laughs> Until he got angry and it sounded like DBZ-Abridged Vegeta.
0: My boy needs his feel-good juice! <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: <laughs> I love my wife! Um. And I just like how this guy is such an absolute douchebag and he nails being an absolute douche canoe. Uh, in the words of Ayumi. Um. Ayumi! Britney Karbowski has a lot of fun playing everyone's favorite lesbian with Ball, who just wants to. (laughs) Okay, who has never seen the Hema Daisy comics? Who's never seen the Hema Daisy Uh, Persona 4 comics?
1: I've seen them every once in a while. Um, I haven't, like, I've seen them pop up on Twitter every now and then.
3: Just, when I said balls, the only thing popped into my head was the guy in the basketball team going, I want balls! Because that's Justin Briner. um but just she's so she's spunky she's fun uh i love when she's um when they're when she's getting her lesbian softcore moment with mommy and mommy goes just let me put my balls in your basket and she goes i don't think you know about sports (laughs) Let <laughs> so me put your softballs in the basket. I don't think you know very just her very earnest, confused Tony, I don't think you know about sports. It it
2: it has very strong this isn't a beach, this is a bathtub energy to it. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> like she's like they get they somehow manage to get back home and she's like scrubbing off and mommy shows up and goes, I see you don't have I see you don't have a lifeguard at this beach. This isn't a beach, mommy. This is a bathtub. Oh look, a giant bug! Ah, <laughs> that's all—an iconic porn moment that has been memed so far. As as far as we look at our lemon tree, oh no, it's the lemon stealing whore. I'm making very deep cut porn references tonight. I don't know why. Um,
2: I mean, look at what we're covering.
3: Fair enough. This, this, uh, this is
2: this. Is, this? This is probably not the closest we're going to get to hentai on this show, but it's up there.
3: Uh, where is it? I think I had some, I had put some lines down here. Because I I remember I said, uh, I was cracking open a bug, a girl one with the bugs. Um. Uh. I don't think, I don't think he knows parts. There was another part where, uh, I think she tells, uh, Bitch, I will strike you the fuck out! Yeah. To Amber Lee Connors, girl. To which, holy shit, Amber Lee Connors. Uh, I think that she gets the best one-liners in the fucking movie. Like, she gets some of the best lines in the movie. Like, uh, I wasn't in... Uh, I haven't gotten this much shit on my face until my ex got into scat. And she's got, like, the ultra-sexy bitch voice. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's just... Oh, where else, where else was one of them that she gets? Uh, the hide the sausage moment. What was it? I didn't fuck you so you could fuck yourself and die. <laughs> um, thanks, bitch. Uh, oh no, glad to know the stick did the stick up your ass didn't die when we crashed. And like, she is so good at like the sexy, hey boy, you want to betray the others and fuck me raw? Um. <laughs> Uh I just, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of a comic I saw yesterday, which was Crom and Robin get to fuck during peacetime in court and got fucking raw during a war! Um, which is huge spoilers for Fire Emblem, but whatever. Um, I think that she is probably one of the best performances in the movie, She's absolutely despicable and you will want to punch her in the goddamn face. And Amber is so good at it. But at the same time, you're kind of like, yeah, I probably would tap that if I was desperate enough. Good night, good night mom. Who's heard me the entire <laughs> 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 That stays in. Yep.
2: Nope. Nope. That's staying in.
3: Um. No, and then, uh, Sarah Roach as our, our, our Steve Irwin, our little, our little, uh, crocodile bug D I Uh, I like that Sarah actually plays this fairly straight. Like, she is the one person clearly taking this seriously as a character. And I love it. She does obviously curse and stuff, and she does a good job of drawing the line between bugs and, uh, bug facts and, like, being snarky. Uh, I love, I think, like, one of the first lines is where she picks up her backpack and she says it's got the seal of approval or some shit. Um, but if there's one thing I need to talk about this movie, and it has nothing to do with Sarah's performance, it is the two-minute all white walk shot! Uh, yeah! <laughs> of this girl just walking down, and there's just this bad rock riff under it. And you're like... What's going on? Is this the end of the movie? Does the bus run through here? <laughs> but I love Sarah's performance. And she's so earnest and she's so sweet. And you would totally follow this bitch into battle. And I love that she kind of, I personally feel like she kind of played up the gay aspect. Um, overall, really great performances.
0: Jamal? Oh. Uh- Oh, so yeah, so I'm gonna start with Kai because uh, Alejandro Saab <laughs> Sa- is definitely very funny when you say his natural element. I mean, it's more like Kazuhito Kagi to me, but uh, yeah, I'm glad Alejandro is playing one of the only guy, the only guy that's like that doesn't turn out to be an asshole or scared. Well, except for when he's walking down to the mall, which. They never explained what the hell was going on at that point, but uh, I, I, I kind of appreciate when uh, he ended up knocking some sense into comic Jo and Mirai. Well, by knocking some sense into, we knocking them the fuck out with a fire extinguisher.
3: Hell yeah, girl! I and, mean, hell yeah, boy!
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh, he did a very good job playing this character. Uh, Amberly Connors is a redhead. Uh, <laughs> How many times have I seen that character before? <laughs> but it, it, Emma is very good at that type of thing. That's one thing I've learned. I mean, she... This character is basically like Hozuki from Kono Oto, except if she fully went the bitch route, because, oh, my God. Ooh, you, you trust me. Talk about people you want to knock the fuck out. Speaking of which, uh, Nick Nandis is joke It's been a hot minute since the B-X episode, but... I thought Nick did pretty good, being a pretty convincing asshole, even if he is a little bit over the top. It's funny, he, he can't, sometimes you can't tell if he was trying to pie for that ass or if he was tr- just trying to pie for his boy Akira. But, seems to me like there was some kind of connection more than just friendship, but uh, you know, at the end you kind of check it out and was we'll taken advantage by Mirai. I thought Nick did very convincing part of his end. Uh, Brittany Karpowski is like Ayumi. It's funny, except for maybe, what, uh, Soli? I've never seen her play this kind of character before. Especially when this kind of foul mouth. Then I found out she cursed in the black Bullet, which, thank God, the Eclipse, because I heard that show is
1: not that good. Yeah, she cursed but... a lot in Gleipnir, too.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely Gleipnir. Oh, man, she was hot in Gleipnir, too, but, uh... I like when Brittany manages to get out of Elmer, but, you know, extend f- her reach farther than what she's capable of. Because it, am- it amazes me what she can surprise you with at times. Like, for example, Gleap Dude. It's just, I guess, a breath of fresh air, for the least. And, uh... Sarah Roach's boots to me. Well, for one thing, I think this is kind of a lead, if not major, character for Sarah outside of Fire Force. And for two... It's amazing how they cast the lead for an insect hentai, Sarah Roach.
3: I wasn't going to say
0: it. I was. (laughs) I mean, it's like right there. But yeah, Sarah did very well portraying both the scared aspects, the uh, knowledgeable aspects of Mutsumi. And yeah, she did play up the uh, lesbian aspects a bit. But one thing that surprises me, and I'm going to save this for a future episode, but one thing that surprised me, I can finally, I'm finally, i finally able to stop picking out a voice now, because somehow, in some way, she sounded to me like Lauren Lander. I don't know how, but it kind of does. I thought that was kind of pretty cool. But I'll get more into that in another episode. I guess I'm good here, so uh, you want to take it from here, Hardy?
1: I can't remember the pun exactly in question word for word. Was it, was it, does this illuminate you? It was, yeah, we may not have any saline solution, but uh, something like, but I could be your greater aid. And the moment I heard it, I just felt this knot in my stomach, and I just elicited a... Uh, that was a painful pun. I have to go back and actually listen to it to find out what, what he
3: What was the pun?
1: Something about finding saline solution. And he says, We may not have any saline solution, but I could be your greater aid.
3: God damn it.
0: I, I, I thought it was the illumination one. When the lights come out, he's like, hey, it's, it's my puss That It's illuminating, isn't it? or something like that. No.
2: There are a lot of bad puns in this movie, let's be frank with ourselves.
1: Yeah. Yes. It, it even ends on a bad pun.
2: <laughs>
3: the
1: last line is literally a bad pun. <laughs>
3: That's right. It's like What is it again? Oh, it's it's in the little it's like after credits thing. It's let, like we're
1: huh? It's like we're not going to let anyone bug us. Uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that the after credits one is bad too because like Oh, Just leave it. We're gonna go out and get some grub. Well, I mean, not grubs, but you know, actual food and stuff.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. But no, I just, I, I think, uh, I think Alejandro has some of the both better and worse puns because I think he's he's the one. At the very first is like, I don't need to be, you know, at the very beginning of the movie. He's like, I don't need to make a bad joke here, but I'm really bugged out, man. Mm-hmm. So. I, always, I think Kai is low-key best boy. Like, he's, he's a bit cowardly, but, I mean, considering the situation, I mean, who wouldn't be? But, I mean, he's the closest thing to a decent person outside of maybe Mutsumi and Chitose. Um, the three of them are the only one I would actually say are good people. Um, Well, maybe Ayumi as well. But um, But he's just... He's just so chill when he's not being chased by giant bugs and he's just you know they're there for it he's he sounds like he's the kind of guy you would do an edibles with so <laughs> yeah.
3: I yeah. thought you were gonna say he's the type of guy that you could do danables with <laughs>
1: <laughs> those two those two
3: Twitch, how do you how would you even do a danible? would you just like? take a Danival's yogurt and, like, a straw and suck it up your nose?
0: <laughs> or you shot a gu- or you shot in like, a can of beer. Mm. <laughs> oh,
3: I don't know dear. why, but that just thought of, like, something really dumb that I, I watched somebody- like, one of my friends do in high school. And it was, like, we were all at the lunch table, like, the year that I met him. And, uh, this is how I met my ex, actually, in high school, was like, we were at lunch one day, and I had a packet of, like, crystal light, and I oh, jokingly asked my friend's adopted brother to snort it like Coke, and he did it. Oh, no.
0: Oh,
2: no. Oh, that, sounds, that sounds very unpleasant.
0: I can yeah. only imagine the flavor he sneezed out.
3: I mean, he did it like a champ.
0: That reminds
1: me of the the Jackass first Jackass movie where uh, Steve-O did uh, Wasabi Scooters. Oh, good God. He snorted wasabi up his nose.
3: Ooh, oh, oh, no. oh, God, that hurts me. No.
1: Yeah, it hurts. to Watch, but it also is funny. So, but anyways, um, so yeah, yeah, Alejandro plays the best low key best boy. Um, Nick is just ultimate douche nozzle. He he has he likes one person in that entire group, and it's not the girl that he sleeps with. It is his his best boy, who he will do anything for,
0: even if it involves uh, feeding him mouth to mouth saline solution. Yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> mad about that because, believe it or not, this is coming for me. I really wanted to see that scene happen. I'm like, I thought you were gonna go a distance because it's a head tie, but nope, they cut that part out.
3: Yeah, they come on, guys. At least, like, come on!
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, and Amber plays this just horrible, horrible, horrible girl. And um, it's good thing she's pretty because she ain't got much else going for her. Outside of, yeah, it's just just this horrible person. And, and But she does have some of the absolute best one-liners. And uh, what was it? You you remembered all the good ones. I I'm drawing a blank, and I only watched it a few days ago. Um, but here's some fun fact: is that the ending is technically anime original, because mm-hmm. in the manga they don't leave them.
3: Hmm. I don't.
1: I don't. I'm having a hard time remembering. Or fu- I think doing... that,
3: yeah, they take them with them because eventually they both die.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> actually, it turns out Mine goes out. But well, she has a face turn and fighting the giant centipede, and she goes out fighting the, the giant centipede. But do you want to know how Ats- uh, Atsushi dies?
3: Heavy trigger warning.
1: Very, very heavy trigger warning. Okay. Oh, no. So there's this other girl for, that they meet up with who's not in the anime. And No,
3: she is at the very, very end.
1: Oh, yeah. her. She's
2: yeah. she, a she dark mystic looking lady in the
1: hut.
3: No, no no it's, it's the, w- one of the two girls who comes out I think okay
1: yeah yeah um, they meet up and atsushi uh, he sort of blackmails her into the deed oh,
2: yeah he,
3: he what's to say it is he rapes her
1: yeah and so afterwards they fall asleep and the fire goes out that they were next to and they both get raped by botflies.
0: Yes. Oh. Yes,
1: And Oof. The, the, here's the part. Trigger warning. After they get raped by the bot flies, their larva eats them both from the inside out.
3: Yes.
0: Oof.
1: So to say that the anime uh, toned things down was an understatement. So, but yeah, he, no, not gonna lie. He gets what he deserves uh, in the manga, at least. Um
0: I think I remember reading that on TV Tropes.
1: That's where I read about it, yeah. That's
3: where I read about it.
1: Yeah, because the manga out here isn't licensed, so I can't actually... I
2: can't imagine why it sounds so (laughs) Gee,
1: I wonder. For the same reason, Redo of Healer hasn't been licensed.
2: Fangoria wouldn't publish that. Jesus Christ. I would take
0: this over Redo of Healer any day. Mm-hmm. But anyways,
1: I think that both of them, back to the dub, both of them sound really, really devious and evil, and they both play it really well. Um, Brittany Karpowski, her first line in the entire movie, she goes into people's houses, and she just starts taking stuff. Yes! And she's yeah. like, so I went into these houses, and I take stuff, like you do. <laughs> Uh, she's got so many softball puns and uh even when they like ki- you do when they <laughs> kill the big dobson fly at the end she's like i wonder if it's dead she's like take it from me girl this this uh this this, stri- this, this strike this is this is a fly and it's out this is a fly and it's out yeah so yeah it, she was really fun to listen to um and i am gonna say that i i i think it's more than a little bit of a coincidence that a your lead or lead actress is called named Sarah Roach. More than a little bit. I think she did she earned the she probably earned the role well definitely earned the role on her acting chops, but it was it oh, helped yeah. that she had a convenient last name to go along with the
0: whole w- what's ironic theme of the f- movie. Yeah, what's ironic is I forgot to mention one of my favorite lines from her was uh regarding the hard ticks. Yes.
1: What? That entire yes. sequence is just one huge <laughs> double on entendre.
0: I, I was like, I see what that you're heart doing tick there.
3: Scene, that hard tick scene, the end of it, fucked with me all night. That was the only part of the movie that scared me.
1: Yes, because their teacher ended up taking one too many hard ticks to the face. But, uh, but yeah, no, this... My... Another one of my favorite one-liners, because it's funny how she mainly is the straight man, but she will make a, f- a funny joke every now and then. One of the, my favorite at the very beginning is she's talking to Ayumi. He's like, can you hear that? It sounds like a bunch of loud assholes banging on a vending machine. <laughs> yeah. And <then> the very <laughs> next scene... The very next scene is a bunch of loud assholes paying on a vending, a vending machine. Oh I, but one thing that bothers me about Mutsumi as a character, not necessarily a performance, is how she's so empathetic to the bugs even though they're literally killing her 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 friends. And, and she's like I, I, I can't believe I helped kill that innocent butterfly. And I'm like you just watched it drain three people right in front of you. There's nothing innocent about it.
0: I think at that point, it was kind of like a shiki boba, you know. It's kill to be killed. Right. But another scene
1: that I couldn't help but just guffaw at is when uh, she saves... What's her name? Um, uh, her girlfriend? Yeah. Because... Ch- these bitches gay too. Um Yes. She saves Chichose from the uh the butterfly. And Chichose seems, Oh, I'm so glad nobody got hurt. And the very next frame is literally eyes emaciated corpse.
0: Yes. Ooh. <laughs> oh.
1: And they just sort Timing. of leave the three of them there.
0: Adios mío. <laughs> they
1: just sort of leave the three of them there and not. Never, not, never bring the subject up that three other co- schoolmates just kind of got sucked dry so but yeah no i just i the dub is so good for this this movie it turns a turd into a treat so that's all i have to say
2: yeah um yeah these these these, these people are a lot of fun um Alejandro's really great i say i Alejandro delivers like funny lines really well and i feel like they 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 cast him knowing that. I feel like he gets a lot of like the really like good slash awful puns because of that. He's just his his delivery is just consistently entertaining throughout. Um, Nick and Amber are really good at playing just awful people. <laughs> like they are. And so she is the worst. And Nick Nick really just plays the like sleaze and asshole in him really really well. Like I, I was very entertained. It was very much like you know this is the correct level of hatred I should be feeling with this character. Good job. I am secretly pissed off. Uh, and Amber really brings out just sort of the, like, just, you know, mean, sexy lady part of Mirai, just like, yeah, you're, yeah, you would lock the door with the other people outside, because, you know, gotta look out for number one. (laughs) Yeah, you get some annoying people killed in the process, even better, a bonus. Um, they're, they're, they're also very entertaining. Um, Brittany's a lot of fun is just, you know, the sports puns alone are just very entertaining. I (laughs) Look, I like puns, I can't help it. That's who <laughs> I am. Uh, so you know, naturally, moving like this is great for me. And Brittany, I, I, Brittany's just very funny because she is very like, she's not as earnest as um, Sarah's character, but she is still very, she's very earnest. Uh, also, she's just funny when she swears a lot because she's also very good at it. Um, and I, I, I agree. I think Sarah plays the character very straight, and I think that works really well for the character. Like she is so. She's so earnest and well-meaning, even when it gets a little absurd, <laughs> contextually. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think she she plays... I think that, that then becomes more funny as a consequence. Like, I think she plays the character really well, and um, and nothing else, she delivers all that you know, just sort of, you know, entomology information. Like, you know, it doesn't get too boring or anything. It's very much like... Uh, it's well-delivered. Uh, and especially, th- I think the bit with the ticks is probably, like, one of the... Uh, probably one of the few like actually like scary bits in it just because of how it plays out and I think she she just so that slow delivery of like what the ticks are like and what they're doing and then then suddenly realizing like oh my god we're surrounded by them what are we gonna do uh, I thought that was really well played out um yeah these good performances I like them a lot uh so on that note let's take ourselves to final thoughts uh, Megan you want to start us off uh
3: yeah I think that this was. Let's be real. Uh, to to the animation team behind this, uh, look, you guys, you guys made a thing. Um, was it my cup of tea? No. Is it someone's cup of tea? Yeah, sure, just not mine. Uh, but the dub made me like happy to have backed your thing. Uh, I think it was a great decision uh, to work with Sound Cadence on this, and I think Marissa did a bang up job. This was the right level of funny without being a 100% gag. Um, this is, I think, how dubs like this where if the licensor is okay with it, go for it. Like, I think this is how it should be done because it, this doesn't really date itself at all. Like, there's no pop culture jokes. It's all just what's in front of you and I think it's really well crafted and it's really funny. I think the acting in this is really good. Uh, so, this is like I said, like this has become like the new perfect. If you're down and we're drunk and you're not gonna get grossed out by this, let's put it on and have a good Saturday night. That's all I have to say. I think I've said the rest of it like while we were out doing the recording. So,
2: yeah, uh, Jamal.
0: Well, like I said to the beginning, I kind of eat some purple pie because, uh, like Megan said, this is also not my cup of tea. I would not go out and watch this intentionally until South Cadence got involved is that point is like you know what I'm gonna give him the benefit of that let me back this and see what it's all about and I was generally surprised how much I enjoyed this yeah this is like some kind this is like something you normally eat like a popcorn kind of thing, like you know, if it's something you drink or you buy, you just decide to watch something. To which, if we ever get together, as a cod, let's all strap down Andrew and make him watch this. So, uh... <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know that man don't drink. So, <laughs> but yeah, it did, it was very good. It was, it was very faithful to told that the show. Even though yes, it's vulgar. Be come on, let's be honest. How many of us were not vulgar in high school?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I like I said the last in the Arte episode. I I always look forward to more South and stuff to see what they do next. And that's all I have to say. Well, that and I do apologize for being an asshole, but I, I, I. Genuinely love this dub, so... Genuinely. Yeah. See, here.
3: Yeah, like, I love this dub. Like, good job. I'm not being mean to your thing because I hate it. It's just my way of coping. (laughs) Like, the guys who might hear this, who worked on this, if you think I'm being mean to your show, you should hear me talk about shows I like where I call favorite characters of mine awful pieces of shit.
0: Also, because I alluded it to earlier, way to go! You called out Watch Mojo, guys? Wow! <laughs> Ooh, you had.
3: To... What did they exactly say? Like we know what it is. We're we just want to have fun or something?
0: I don't know, but you know, Watch mojo is a bunch of idiots. So
3: uh... <laughs> yeah, let's be real. What, getting getting your anime ranking news from Watch Mojo is like asking the Magic Eight Ball what's popular.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it is. See,
1: here's the thing when it comes to me is this is my kind of thing. Not the whole fetish part, but the grindhouse part. Uh yeah. I'm the kind of guy who's you know me, I like garbage, basically. Your Mad Bull thirty-four, your Apocalypse Zero, your Dead Leaves, you know, Vampire Wars that just those sort of intentionally bad anime OVAs from the late 80s early 90s that sort of thing I like that I think it's it's fun and this harkens way back to that um because it, it sort of reminds me and so I read this comparison it's it's like a uh, it's sort of like high school of the dead in a way where it is just intentionally campy and cheesy and the dialogue is punched up to 11. Unlike High School of the Dead, it doesn't force in any pop culture references. That was Stephen Foster's fault. I unironically enjoy that dub, but I'm willing to admit it has some major problems with it. This one, it's sort of like a Fosterized dub done right. Like, it takes a lot of liberties, but it doesn't... um, doesn't rely on so many pop culture references and it's able to go over the top without too over the top and it actually sticks it's it stays with the story and that it's given so uh i just i i love this type of thing it's just it's it's i would not have watched it in japanese because i think it they played it too straight but here in English, where they're able to loosen it up a bit and just have fun with it and just sort of turn it into this cult classic B-movie. Um, yeah, I, I, I had a whole lot of fun with it. Would I have spent another 50 bucks on it? Probably not. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't regret I don't regret backing it. You know, I made fun of the campaign at first because they wanted $180 for a basic Blu-ray. And I'm like, that's not happening but um yeah and it's not as bad as they were making it out to be uh they were trying to say you oh, know it's bug porn and like it's, it really isn't there's some, some few scenes there that are that are pretty gross but uh yeah. like the larva scene obviously but um
3: yeah that's that's where i was like oh that's where the porn is
1: yeah but um
3: and let's be real like there are there are far more graphic Dojin that are like the that larva scene <clears throat> mm-hmm
1: right so i mean it, if you've watched elf and lead you've already seen worse so it's not that gross the manga is a lot it's toned down a lot from the manga which is more graphic but mm-hmm. uh but yeah i had fun with this and i really hope that they're able to work things out to where more people can watch the dub uh because they at the moment they don't have any plans to sell the blu-ray outside the Kickstarter campaign. So I did the numbers and only around 550 people in the entire world will actually be able to watch this.
3: And we're four of them? And we're four yep. of
1: them yeah. yep.
3: Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed this dub. I thought this was this is a lot of fun. Uh, I can I, you can tell like everyone working on this had a lot of fun making this. Just uh, from the way they talked about it, I, think, I feel like the, the, like the Japanese side like or you know they're very happy with this dub as well. Um, yeah it's like it's really entertaining it's very over the top and profane and it feels like it's very suitable to the movie that it's uh, you know a dub for uh, you know I had fun if you know someone who got this who backed this and got the movie yes you can borrow it and give it a watch uh, because unfortunately if you want to watch this currently as Hardy mentioned uh, this is so at the moment this is Kickstarter exclusive if you backed it and got a blu-ray you have a copy Uh, currently, you can watch the Japanese version on Crunchyroll. Uh, if you're really into the kind of movies that, like, Red Letter Media cover on uh, Best of the Worst, just, like, in your spare time, I might recommend it, but otherwise, it's like, I'm going to be honest, the kind of people who enjoy this movie are probably people who don't watch a lot of anime in the first place, and mostly watch, like, you know, Italian horror movies from the 70s and 80s, which, there is an overlap in that Venn diagram, but it's a lot smaller than, you know, you'd think it is uh so yeah go go make friends with someone on twitter i guess and ho- hopefully they'll throw I, I i would be surprised if they don't i don't know if they'll sell the blu-ray anywhere else i'd be surprised if they don't put the dub up anywhere over the long term yeah. uh, i can easily see them like that that crunchyroll version getting updated with the dub version at some point or something like that uh but you might want to know where you can find us uh we're dub talk uh you're probably watching us on either youtube or a podcast streaming service of your choosing thank you Uh, You can also find us on Twitter and Twitch where uh, Megan has already started streaming stuff on there somewhat regularly. And uh, I'm hoping to join her in some capacity once I can kind of get things figured out. Um, I guess we also have like an Instagram and a Tumblr. We don't really use those. So you can go look at whenever we last updated them and sigh sadly or something like that. Uh, We also have a Patreon uh, where you can help us uh, do what we do. Uh, And if you donate over a certain amount, you can get your name read out on episode, which is what I'm going to do now. Thank you to our $5 patrons, Megan's Mom and Dad, uh, Michelle Travis, Miraculous Corazon, Nico Robin, but with Yowie hands, Sue Twitte, and Victor May Ma- Ma- Borada. And thank you to our $10 tier, Carly Lestikow, Crimson Echidna, Jacob Wilson, J2, AKA Jared, Julia W., Marissa Lenti, and Otaku Anthony. Thank you all. And uh, where can we all find you guys on the internet?
0: You can follow me at Queener2, where I shitpost on the regular. You can follow me at Jamstar529, Jamstar1 on YouTube. I'm an assistant editor for the podcast. I'm trying to stop my old podcast, making it off my lazy ass. And that's all I got. You
1: can find me on Twitter, at Spaceman Hardy. You can also find me on the Funimation Discord. Um, I just need to start posting more goat pictures lately i've just been retweeting final fantasy art and uh and yeah that's basically it
2: uh and i'm amon you can find me at amon us on twitter duel has two U's in it i talk about movies and comic books and stuff like that and i also talk about music and i have a dusty old song for you all tonight if you'd enjoy is it Hell insect yeah. related it's not gonna be insect related because i couldn't think of any insect-specific songs that were totally appropriate, so I went in the other direction. I actually have two, because I couldn't decide on which one. In 1958, a movie came out called The Blob. It's got oh, Steve McQueen okay. in it. It's very good. It's in the Criterion Collection. Uh, but if you were to watch The Blob, you will get to the opening credits, and you'll be presented with something surprising. A novelty song about The Blob.
1: <laughs> what?
2: By, by a studio group called The Five Blobs, who are not a real band, really. They're just a bunch of studio guys put together. Uh, I mention this in part because it's hysterical and weird, and also because it was written by actual living songwriting god, Burt Bacharach. Really? What? with With not his regular lyricist writing partner, Hal David, but with Hal David's brother, Mac, who's best known for working on a lot of Disney movies like Cinderella and Alice in Wonderland. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. These are true facts. You can find it on the internet. Go look it up. Uh, But maybe you want something a little more... Maybe not serious, but you're not in the mood for something silly. You want something that you can say get your groove onto on the dance floor. Well, in that case, I have something for you. By another basically fake band called Hot Ice. I present to you the theme from Friday the 13th Part 3 which is in fact a disco song. (laughs) What? (laughs) Does it have the... ha 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 things mixed into it you bet it does (laughs) wow that got it got a 12 inch remix guys it's real
3: i was gonna say i have one more go uh, just not a dusty old song but a song uh from uh everyone's favorite composer that works with a small independent uh cgi studio called pixar
0: (laughs) is it a bug's life
3: there's a song called Time of Your Life by Randy Newman from A Bug's Life. Maybe you should listen to it.
0: Yeah, yet. I figured. Oh, boy.
3: Man, I should have recommended the Monsters the Monsters Inc. suite when we did Diamond Toller, but you'll, you'll have to watch that episode first. Oh. I'm assuming this is coming out after that, so. I think so. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think we'll be good. Uh, but on that note, thank you all for listening, and you
1: all have a good night. Don't let the bed bugs bite. <laughs>
0: keep a can of raid next to you rock on
2: boston rock on chicago rock on mysterious little islands somewhere in the pacific
3: and for the love of god let me see the disco stick
0: <laughs> i got yeah, the goes. magic stick
3: hey. i'm a fruit the <laughs>